Chapter 26, As the Crow Flies Teddy returns a week before the coming full moon, spending a couple of days with his father until Remus becomes indisposed again. Remus helps him with his homework, they read together, Teddy chatters his ear off about some of the disasters his mother has created. They venture to a park, Sirius accompanying them, watching from a bench as they kick a football back and forth, but it makes him long for Harry, his eyes drifting to a bird pecking over the ground before it takes off into the air, Sirius following it as the crow flies away from sight. The night that Teddy leaves them finds the pair sequestered in the bed again, locked within tangling arms and legs as Remus tells a few stories about his childhood. Sirius listens avidly, laughing along when the other man touches on a humorous bit, but he stops when Remus speaks a name that jolts something in Sirius. Tonks, he says curiously, his eyebrows pinching. Sorry, that's Dora, explains Remus. She hates her full name. Nymphadora. Prefers to be called by her last. Which is Tonks, mumbles Sirius, something distant pinging through his mind. He looks at Remus with a curious expression. What's her mum's name? Remus frowns, but his mouth opens at the same time as Sirius's, both speaking at once. Andromeda. The other man's eyes narrow, his grip slackening a little around Sirius's back. How did you know that? I, she's my cousin, replies Sirius faintly. She was my favorite cousin, the only one who really ever understood how I felt about our family, but after she ran away to marry Ted, I never saw her again. Remus's mouth remains parted a little in shock. That's, he begins but stops, a look passing over his face as something seems to occur to him. You're a black. Serious black. She used to talk about you. Heir to the family. Sirius scowls even as his stomach twists with nervousness, only now realizing he's never told Remus his last name. I was, he says slowly. Until I ran, too. To James and his family. Remus continues to stare at him a bit skeptically, and Sirius swallows. I'm sure you heard bad things about our family from Andromeda, and it's all true, but I don't, I never, I left for a reason, Remus. I'm not like them. I know, says Remus quickly, his arm tightening around Sirius again, like he's only just noticing that it had loosened at all. I'm sorry, I know. It was just surprising. That's a, very large coincidence. Huge, agrees Sirius quietly as he props himself up on his elbow and stares down at Remus's face. The arm around him grips more firmly and Sirius moves automatically, head dropping down as his mouth covers Remus's. Heat spreads between them at a rapid rate, and Sirius no longer cares about random coincidences and what they could mean as he presses closer, Remus responding instantly, his back arching, chests connecting. Sirius shifts then without thinking, pushing himself up and swinging one leg over the other man's hips. He leans low before Remus can respond, kissing him again, hissing into his mouth when Remus rocks upwards, grinding them together. His hands shove the soft fabric of a jumper up the sides of Remus's body with insistent motions, the other man joining in his efforts easily, shoulders and arms shifting until the material is over his head and gone, tossed carelessly to the floor. Sirius's mouth drifts away from lips, ghosting over the line of a jaw, down the side of a straining neck. 
He settles over a protruding collarbone for an expanse of time, sucking a bruising mark into it that has fingers gripping into his own shirt and tugging it up over his head nearly frantically. Sirius continues to slip down the center of Remus's torso, moving as straight as the crow had flown over him as he'd watched from his park bench. When he reaches the line of the other man's trousers, Sirius trails featherlight kisses along the skin there until Remus is pulling him back up by his shoulders. Off, he grunts, fingers already working at the button of Sirius's jeans, quickly beginning to remove them on his own. Sirius chuckles in a low, amused rumble, aiding in Remus's attempts until the offending fabric is gone, banished to the realms of the floor with the rest of their clothing, Sirius immediately starting in on what remains covering Remus's body. Sirius settles back over him easily once they're free of anything constricting, skin pressing to skin in a way it hasn't before, and Sirius falters for a second, staring at Remus questioningly. Are you sure about this? he asks, hating the hesitancy in his voice, something that's never been there until now. Sirius has never had reason to feel like this before, always so certain in the past, nothing holding him back, but this isn't a normal situation. Remus laughs soundly, his body shaking beneath Sirius's with it as fingers find Sirius's face and smooth over heated flesh. Do you even have to ask that, he returns, but he sobers as he takes in Sirius's expression through the darkness of the room. Yes, Sirius. Fuck, yes, I want you. That's all the confirmation Sirius needs, latching back onto Remus's mouth, swallowing the rest of his words greedily. Hands scrape over skin, grappling for purchase and insistent, needful touch as they rock together, strangled breaths merging between them. Fingers search and grope for those perfectly right places, sliding with an ease that pulls melodic moans from between trembling, velvet lips. What is that? questions Remus breathlessly as Sirius readjusts, hovering over him, warm palms pressed against his sides. What? pants out Sirius, turning to look as Remus points out a mark slashing over his hip. Sirius blinks down at him, dumbstruck. It's just a scratch, Remus. Is that really the most important thing right now when I've got your legs over my shoulders? Remus huffs out a muted laugh, shaking his head, though his eyes remain fixed on the spot for a moment longer, something curious flickering through his brown eyes. No. No, you're right. It just caught my attention, fuck. How's that for attention-grabbing, says Sirius, gritting his teeth against the heat that encases him as he slowly pushes forward, Remus's fingers digging into his flesh as his back arches. He pulls Sirius down for a hunger-filled kiss as they meld together seamlessly. Then it's evolving, exploding around them, dulling at the edges, bright colors morphing and removing the grays of life. They weave and lace together, knitting as one in a continuous loop that's all-encompassing, a tapestry woven with the finest of threads, guarded against fires except their own blazing heats. Sirius worships at the altar of another, lips over skin with fine delicacy and nips of teeth that leave them both scrabbling for more, for everything and nothing in the same joined breath. It erupts between them like an outpouring of golden light, a cataclysmic thing that has them both shaking and trapped, never wanting to separate. Sirius wonders if they even could, his head spinning, for once not pounding like a drumbeat of pain but a symphony of the sweetest notes, honey dripping through ears. He falls over Remus and stays there, clinging more than he knows he should, 
but Remus clutches him back, neither releasing, not for a second. They breathe together, return to their proper forms that aren't made of magnificent light and waves of warmth but simply themselves, chest moving against chest, legs tangled, sweat cooling their heated flesh until Remus is shivering a little beneath Sirius's weight, but he doesn't release Sirius to shift away, holding on tightly. His fingers smooth across the mark on Sirius's hip almost idly as the humid air filling the room dissipates slowly around them. Do you know where this came from, says Remus thoughtfully after a while, and Sirius finally moves enough to look at him. Are you still on about that? Really? Clearly, I didn't do my job right, he jests, ignoring the hint of discontent in his own voice, but Remus only soothes over his back with his free hand. You did, don't worry, murmurs Remus, sounding amused, his chest vibrating pleasantly with the words. I'm just. He stops and turns his head to meet Sirius's eyes. Remus's face shifts into an odd, startling sort of expression, his mouth parting. Do you have a photo of yourself? Preferably a muggle one. Maybe stashed somewhere your friends might not have found it. Sirius gapes at him. I, yeah, maybe. I don't know. What are you on about? Get up, urges Remus, already pushing Sirius off him, ignoring his squawks of protest. Try to find it and then we're leaving. I've got an idea.